0: Hello. Hello. hello, hello, hello. and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is our 70th podcast. Can you believe it? I know, well, I can't quite believe it. <laughs> uh, I'm Alex, and uh, that annoying person talking uh, elsewhere is Stuart. Hello, hello, Stuart. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Good. A bit tired. I also have uh, quiet man, Martin. No.
1: <laughs> That was come brilliant. on, where's quite the energy? Man, where's where's
0: Quiet Man Martin coming oh, from? I didn't even see you uh, see you, hear. I can't even speak. Hear you say hello to our readers this morning.
1: I was too busy contemplating my lunch. Yes. Right,
0: and finally, Tom, you have returned from uh, well, not sunny climbs, but colder climbs, I believe. Yeehaw!
2: Yeah, I was in America,
0: Italy, <laughs> <Right>. yeah, Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you in the States? Or where were you in the States? I was in New York City. New York! (laughs) New
2: York. The city so good they named it after giant fruit.
0: What? A big apple. Oh yeah,
2: uh, but it was really cold. I was, yeah. thinking, I was thinking
0: York fruit. Well, I was thinking James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> but anyway,
2: the sequel to the the King's Peach. Oh no. Okay, God, it's gone off to a bad start. Yeah, I was in New York. Uh, went on a press trip with the AskMen.com crew. Um, press to, trip.
0: More of a jolly. It yeah. was a bit of a
2: jolly. Yeah, I went to. Uh, it was for the Wall Street Two DVD. So there's your plug. Uh, Fox, um, <laughs> so they sent us over there, went to have a tour of Wall Street, various establishments over there, yeah. and it was freezing. Did freezing, you go to Ground freezing, freezing Zero? Cold. Went to Ground Zero, yeah. yeah. And you know, it's been two years since I've been to New York, and the Freedom Tower is massive now, it's huge. So last time I was there, it was nothing, but it's massive now, so mm. good work, guys. Keep up the good work mm. on Ground Zero. <laughs> well
0: done, well done. Staring speech yeah. there from Tom Butler. <laughs>
2: But it did snow while I was there, which was very yeah. nice. I've never been to New York when it's been snow on the ground, so that was very festive. And yeah, it was cold. cold. Yeah, it was nice, but, but very cold. When yeah, the wind w- blows in off the Hudson. Oh, whips through the streets of Manhattan, yeah, it was very cold. But I did go to um, Ellis Island Museum, which oh, Tilly recommended. What is, isn't it? Like,
1: what is on Ellis Island I would Museum?
2: Say, I would say, quite easily, that's the best museum yeah. I've ever been yeah, really? to. Really?
1: Better than the Horniman? I've never been there. <laughs> so What's the, the Horniman man? The Horniman Museum. <laughs> Forest Hills what? Forest Hills Key Attraction apart from that pub that uh, well, used to be cinema uh, the got a lot
0: of blank faces now it's like what are you talking about it's, it's got a big
1: blown up walrus in it that's his the Horniman's incredible it's like a um, have you been to the Horniman no
0: this is why I'm looking at you blankly. You've got approximately 10 seconds to rescue this. Basically, there there's,
1: there's a walrus in there that um, someone killed in the 19th century. Six. And then they got a taxidermist oh, yeah. to um, try and yeah. do his work on it. Three. But because they didn't know what walrus looked yeah. like, he just...
0: Anyway, on this week's podcast... <laughs> it's really big. Big. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's a stuffed walrus. <laughs> but that's the key attraction. There's other stuff aside, like dissected cats and stuff. Okay, yeah. but yeah, but
2: Ellis yeah, Island is very good uh, if you're interested it's, in history. It's
1: eerie, though, isn't it? do
3: you, you find it eerie? Like, Did you see the bit where they had all the old graffiti, which... Which they yeah. left.
2: I mean, if anyone doesn't know, Ellis Island is the island that they put all the immigrants through. Mm. Uh, they processed them in the early 20th century, yeah. I think from like 1903 to. 1924 or whenever Well, I it went on to the stuff. 50s didn't it no, no no it closed in the 50s right. but it, it's they processed like 12 million Im- immigrants mm. into the US and it's just really interesting seeing it all and you actually being in the building mm. and it was left for like 30 years to go derelict so it, they went back in the 80s and then they restored it so they've got loads of pictures from when it had been derelict in the 80s as mm. well and just an amazing museum yeah. so there you go New York done
0: so there you go done Uh, uh, also on this week's podcast we'll be talking about uh, the PSP 2 or as it is now known the NGP but first Let's have a look at the weekend news. And Martin, uh, PlayStation is getting medieval on somebody's ass.
1: It is, and I just realised I should actually read up the story uh, before I start talking about it. Uh, this is from the we had we spoke about this. Do you know it,
3: well, one of the? It's a, once we start doing these podcasts regularly, we might all understand <laughs> what it is we're supposed to do. <laughs> and, do you know? And I, the running
1: order yeah. That
0: outlines quite clearly what it is you've got to talk about.
1: This is following on from a story we spoke about. Was I think it was last week, a couple of weeks ago, about the um, PS3 hacks. Um, and at the time, Sony had tried to get a restraint order on George Hotz, King of the Hackers. He's a Leet Hacksaw. Yeah. Mm. Um, I didn't know his
2: name is actually Hotz. I thought that was like a hacker name. Okay. Or something, yeah. But no. that's
3: his actual name. Is it George that's Hotz? his real name, George Hotz. Do you think that's why he became a hacker? Because
1: it looks good in Leet Speed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know. It could be in a boy band as well.
1: Maybe that's what he's going to do next. Do you want some news, or do you want to carry on with your, with your, with your little jokes? Yeah, <laughs> I'd, like I'd
0: like to hear more about the Horny Man Museum. Really? No. <laughs> so yeah, so GeoHots has has what? He's had his PS3 oh, pa- stolen.
1: Uh, yeah, he's had his. Um, so basically, they've filed for a restraining order, which has, has been granted. So he's been prevented from distributing, providing, or otherwise trafficking any PS3 circun- security circumvention technology. Right.
3: Isn't so, that a bit uh, late though? Because isn't it already out on the net? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. difficult
1: to once that thing started. It's yeah. it's gone. Uh, there was a firmware update yesterday, three point five six. Oh um, really? Which within about half an hour of it, six went,
0: hours updating my PS3. Yeah, within about
1: half an hour of it going live, it's, it's got hacked. So. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ! So it cannot be stopped. Not now. But
0: surely, like, genie's out of the bottle. Uh, so what have they actually done? They've just prevented him from doing stuff. I thought they took his PCs and shit like that as well.
1: Uh, mm, took his shit <laughs> he must remove any links from his website that directs others to the hacking software right um and return over any computers, hard drive CDs, and other devices um which contain the software <laughs> which is going to be <laughs> that's excellent is
0: yeah. it are they
3: going to go around the world and like take hundreds of thousands of servers away from everywhere yeah. where there's copies of it?' going to get nuke. fucking real
1: nuclear
3: game over take so way to
2: be sure idiots someone was saying about um. Cracked. Uh, sorry, um, like yeah, these um, cracked PS3s and being able to play like emulators and stuff on them. So you could, in theory, just play. Stands games on. Yeah, yeah that's, that's games, one yeah. of
1: the better uses of.
2: And also, you can say so you could. It will show if you say it's on your PS3 friends list. You can see someone playing like Super it's Mario. Got, it's got interesting oh, really? precautions yeah.
1: for other games, though, because uh, because of the cause it's so easy to hack. It just means online games is just like a no-go zone.
2: Well, funnily enough, uh, my uh, I was it back home. Uh, sorry, I went to my girlfriend's home, and yeah. her brother is like massively into playing um, at Modern War uh, Call of Duty online. Yeah, and he was so good at Modern Warfare two, he was like ridiculous levels high. And he went on one day, and some guy just wiped him back to zero for killing him. So he went back to zero from oh. hours and hours and hours. Really? And hours yeah, and hours that's and the hours problem because
1: it's, yeah. it's just it's um, just it's just it turns into like a vigilante so place now. It's just it's horrible. Modern you know, Warfare like, two, it's apparently,
2: it's just you just can't play it online yeah. anymore. It's on like PS three. Uh, there's just no support for oh, it ridiculous. as well from Infinity Ward. That's terrible. So he's had to go to play Black Ops Online now, and again, that well, I was watching him play it, and mm-hmm. there was some, some weird stuff going on. Like it was, it was,
3: it was looking. Pretty so fine. are these the servers getting hacked?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's, it relates to another story from earlier on this week where um, UK Gamers Voice reporting Activision to the um, Office of Fair Trading mm. for Black Ops not mm. for providing a the service. It can, but Shit. it's kind of it's it's really hard on the PS3 right now to, to provide a stable service because it's. Hacked and is so open to that kind of corruption that it's just bloody difficult keeping on top of it
3: that's terrible but the
1: okay i was gonna say the 360's been hacked but that hack immediately
3: knocks you offline doesn't it mm-hmm. and there's the problem here that if you hack a ps3 sony can't kick you offline at the moment they can't ban you
1: yeah they just don't have they don't have a level of security on uh, on their online stuff as well um to be able to have the stable service xbox live has Mm. Which is rubbish. They're good, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen when the uh, and we well, we'll talk about it later. GP. But yeah, the yeah. GP stuff as well. That's security. Uh,
0: sticking with Sony news, uh, one of their big franchises uh, is about to get a movie as well, isn't that right, Stuart Reed? Mm, Yes, Heavy Rain, uh, which was uh, <laughs> a, a game that we all
3: uh, quite lauded last year. You should do the voice for the trailer, just like that, just like that. Yeah, I should, shouldn't I? I'm not going to. Uh, But, uh, yeah, it looks like it's full steam ahead for heavy rain, which is uh, probably what you get if you get hot rain, isn't it, steam? Yes. Um, anyway, uh, it's, uh, they, they've got uh, some guy writing a script now who used to be the executive producer on Deadwood, a guy called David Milt. Are you familiar with him, Tom? Nope. No, I've never heard of him either. And apparently a couple of guys that used to run New Line, which, uh, which were responsible for some terrific movies kind of in the back end of the 90s, uh, guys called Robert Shea and Michael Lynn, they're going to produce uh, by their, their uh, little company called Unique Features, but it's going to be a big Warner Brothers movie. So this is all very, very exciting.
1: It's been fast-tracked as well, which mm. is... Um but yeah it's going to be shit why because it just will be as a given
0: well that's ridiculous you can't just make a statement like that and not you know uh, have a reason for
1: I mean why it? should it be shit because
3: it's a really good cinematic game anyway
1: as a game on, in game standards and uh, in game standards I hate to say are pretty low when it comes to narrative stuff like that it wouldn't translate as a film it's actually a pretty tawdry um, storyline
2: It's yeah it's going to be a sort of a uh, a B movie yeah. being sold on the fact that it's a video game tie-in, and it's just it, it's it's like a crappy noir. I just uh, if you want to make something like that, there's a lot of people out there making decent movies like that without having it to be a video game adaptation. I reckon,
0: hmm. but you, yeah, you never know. They they don't automatically think it's going to be shit. They might do a decent job of it. They could do. They could do. Um, we'll see. You know, if there's a long scene with going, ever Jason. Be- Jason, Jason, <laughs> Jason, Jason, <laughs> 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 be brilliant lots of balloons I can't imagine that's going to be uh, maybe
2: they'll do a video game tie-in
3: <laughs> maybe that would be confusing <laughs> that would be confusing no word on the director or anything yet though so don't know no nothing. let's hope it's McGee. yeah yes. <laughs>
1: oh, Michael Bay way.
3: yeah Michael Bay would do a good job on that wouldn't he yeah.
1: I don't know what kind of involvement David Cage and uh, Quantic Dream are having on it as well the developers of the game
0: surely he's quite protective over it oh, I would have thought so because mm.
1: it's, it's his little bubba yeah um, but he's kind of, he's like one of those guys who, I guess, is always wanting to make a film, as you can tell by playing any of his games. Yeah. So yeah. maybe he'd want to... I guess a lot of the time they, they
2: sign off a lot of the creative control over to the people who make it. And for someone like David Cage and a, a small company like his, I mean, in terms of money, then maybe to to make the the quick book, he's had to sign everything over, you never know. I no, mean, no, it, no, you don't. I, no. I can't see that he'll have the kind of... He's not the kind of big name to be able to... Mm-hmm warrant complete creative control over it. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah.
0: So um, uh, this week, uh, EA, uh, we we spoke to those guys about Andy Gray. Now, Andy Gray is obviously the sexist Scott who was fired by Sky for making uh, disparaging comments. I was about to add, uh, allegedly, but no it's well, not it's just, just pop onto YouTube <laughs> yeah. it's everywhere Jesus Christ so um, yeah obviously he was fired by Sky earlier in the week um, but EA is refusing to comment uh, to say whether he'll still be in um, FIFA, was it FIFA 12? 12, 12 we'll, yeah. we'll be up to so whether he'll be uh, providing commentary with Martin Tyler obviously he's done it for the last God knows how many years and uh, if you look at FIFA 11 I think a lot of the kind of commentary that they're using there is probably archived commentary so if they choose someone different that's quite a it's big, a big old job, yeah. Mm. so but you know what do you reckon do you reckon he'll stay or do you reckon he'll go he's going where Andy Graves Al Jazeera Al, after him Al, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> him, him and Harry Hans uh, Richard Keyes are going to be doing uh, Al Jazeera Oh, that's really? Weird. Weird.
2: apparently he did uh, Richard Keyes did the Euro 2008 for Al Jazeera Right. I was reading because I just had to write a profile for him. But um thing is, over there,
0: yeah. he'll smash it over
2: there. Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. It, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And they like sexism over there. Yeah, allegedly. Exactly. They thrive on it. So yeah, women, it, what, women do, in women in. Can we
0: can
3: we
2: take a step back and discuss what's happened with all this? So I mean, maybe for the benefit of our international listeners who may not be following the British media quite so closely, and we should maybe
1: just well, add so, well, so
0: well, yeah, let's summarize everything that he did. Uh, Andy God.
1: Gray is a racist. He's not racist. No. <laughs> <I'm> not racist. <laughs> that one <no>. up. <laughs> <Sexist laughs> in there as well. He's yeah. racist as well. do You know
3: what? I'm going to youtube that just you saying Andy Gray is a racist. <laughs> and and, Get and you just fired. And see what
0: happens. <laughs> see what
3: happens. So yeah, we've got we've got a, a TV station in the, in the UK called Sky Sports and uh, Andy Gray is a commentator on, on, on soccer matches, in case you're listening in the US. And Richard Keyes is the kind of the front man. He's like the, the, anchor, the yeah,
2: anchor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, do you know they've been doing it for 20 years now? Yeah. Wow. Since the start of the Premier is that League. How long is yeah. it? Yeah. since Jesus. 1991. He's been, been doing been
1: FIFA there. since uh, FIFA '97. Wow and
3: those. have you what gets me have you heard the pay they were on the wages Well, Andy, Andy Gray was on 1.7, 1.7 million, yeah. million a year yeah. for doing football commentary what And Rich, balls up Richard Keyes was on half a million a year so Richard Keyes was on less yeah but it right. cost him that just to have his hands waxed every week <laughs> <laughs> he has got the hair as <laughs> hey a man.
0: man apparently he did have his hands waxed when, when they switched to HD yeah. HD yeah, yeah. But, so. yeah
1: the whole Andy Gray <laughs> thing and this is all obviously allegedly just hearsay No, it's a grey area Martin it's very much grey but I don't think it's a secret that he was a bit of an art and I think any excuse to get them out was uh,
2: yeah. I think they've had their time 20 years they're, yeah. they're dinosaurs I think Big St. Greavesy
3: Big St.
0: Greavesy some of the YouTube videos are just hilarious yeah. like, oh my but God. somebody's
3: been after them I mean you know why is this all this stuff suddenly started leaking yeah. now they've yeah, pissed yeah. someone off haven't they yeah. they've, they've really annoyed somebody
2: but it's not the first time because a couple of years ago Richard Keyes got uh, leaked on air uh, when he was doing a link to a Faroe Islands game it was Faroe Islands versus Scotland it was the end of his shift and it goes over to Faroe Islands and it, it shows is the the pitch is obviously it's a very small pitch, and he goes, "Silly little pitch, no, no, what is it? Fucking silly, no, silly little pitch, stupid game, fuck off." <laughs> that,
0: that's how he signs off. Oh my God! So, uh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Can I'll we get a link yeah. to that? I
1: want to watch that. A silly little pitch. I thought that yeah. was quite awesome, funny. Um, I'm so quite out for sexist commentary though in the next in FIFA 12. I'll, I'll a, be, a, there's I'll be an unlock. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: Uh, if yeah, if they put a female lineswoman. Yeah, exactly. That'd, that'd be, be brilliant,
0: film. wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd, that'd be hilarious. hilarious. But it's obviously uh, EA is having a bit of a tough time at the moment. Obviously uh, with Tiger Woods being one of their Ooh. other cover stars, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, and Wayne Rooney. So good choices.
1: <laughs> and the Curse of Madden as well. And the Curse of Madden
0: but apparently it has come out this week that Stan Collymore is going to be the cover star of the new FIFA game so good, good work EA so. poor EA you've got to feel sorry for them as they count them tens of millions haven't you? I know uh, lastly uh, for the news this week Tom you've got news of Sci-Fi London
2: yeah I mean it's probably not massive news I think we posted it on the site and no one read it so <laughs> but I was quite interested Sci-Fi London is a film, a science fiction and fantastic film festival which runs every uh, April to May I, I went last year and saw Monsters there which is really good. So, they normally have some quite cool stuff. Highlights this year include uh, a 20th anniversary of Manga UK. So, they're showing Akira in HD and a new anime feature, Eden of the East. Um, there's another 48 hour film challenge, which they give you a uh, sort of a setup, and then you have to go, you've got 48 hours to shoot and then edit and produce a short film in 48 hours. And interestingly, Gareth Edwards entered that in 2001 and then has gone on since to make Monsters and now he signed on to do Godzilla. So that's pretty good. And him and Edgar Wright are on the jury this year. So Mm, that's quite exciting. And the winning prize is a feature development deal with Vertigo Films. So if there's any budding filmmakers out there, that's really interesting. That's from the 2nd to the 4th of April. But the thing that really caught my eye was the Royal Wedding All-Nighter so on the no- day of the Royal Wedding yeah. you can go to um, the, the location hasn't been is it not the uh, Prince not, Charles Theatre it's probably not I don't know <laughs> but <laughs> it says be? it's midnight till 9am they're showing the Bride of Frankenstein the Bride of Dracula and I Married a Witch back to back and it's cheaper than a hotel and it's only a stone's throw from the mall so if you fancy an alternative take on the Royal Wedding in April maybe <laughs> you should go awesome do that well, yeah. in fact it's five black and white classics including those right, three right, so there's right, a couple right. more maybe to go as well so mm. if there's any other suggestions for what maybe they should show at the royal wedding, all night to let us know. Um, yes, yeah, so that's Sci Fi London. If you want any information, sci fi london.com. There you go. Don't there forget go. the
3: www. Yeah, it's very important. Yeah, the www. Yeah.
0: So, obviously, this week, uh, I was going to say PSP2 was announced, but it's been known about for a very long time. But now it's called the NGP, which stands for.
1: Yeah, Jerry Pocket.
0: <laughs> if only. But, uh, well, Sony's next gen. Uh, it's portable, portable rather yeah. than PlayStation, isn't it? I well, I've got I a quick, that.
2: quick bit of feedback here, and it was from Raza who came in to do our video, the PSP2 reaction yeah, yeah, video. Yeah, and yeah. He says, uh, what do you guys think of the NGP and what games would you like to see for it? Thanks for letting me come to the office today. No problem, Raza. So what do we think?
0: Well, Martin, you were the kind of our man on the ground following all the news. What are your kind of first impressions? <sighs>
1: I felt I did, it's, it's really, really, really impressive technically. Yeah. Um, it's super powerful. It runs games with a lot of PS3 games. Um, so congratulations for a technical achievement. However, I can't, I don't think it's going to be that successful. Because Sony, the PSP, actually, the, the PSP uh, went a similar route. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and to say the PSP wasn't success is a bit of a lie, because it did shift 60 million units, which yeah, isn't that bad. It's it done all right. It it's really still well. the biggest
2: selling console, yeah. like, console in Japan at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And um, apparently
3: 12 of those are still being used.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I can't see it competing with uh, the 3DS or the iPhone, because it's just not... I, I don't, I don't want to play on it But you said Uncharted. it's not in
3: the same ballpark. It's not in the, going after the same kind of uh well, Yeah, that's what I think. It's more anyway.
1: like a tablet kind of thing. Um, how, how big is this thing, anyway? Huge. I mean, Absolutely. it's bigger a than of, a PSP three thousands. Size of a piece of A four smaller, bigger what? Smaller than an iPad.
0: Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. We've so got dimensions uh, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: The oh wait now I've got the screen
2: dimensions here. Come back to me. No, yeah,
0: we'll just approximately wait. Approximately one
2: hundred eighty two centimeters long. one
0: point eight two meters. That's <laughs> meters. That's not right. One hundred eighty two <laughs> millimeters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wait. under twenty centimeters. It's yeah. not that big. That can't be right,
1: can it? It's bigger than that. Pro- What's uh, that I'd say there? Uh, 18.6 by... Mm. That can't be right then, can it? Wow. This is going to be a podcast As <laughs> is, yeah. we? Like, we all stay a bit of A4 paper and try and yeah. work out what 182mm is with our hands. Well, look, a piece of A4 <laughs> across
0: is 210 millimeters, so not yeah.
1: that's not that big. What are you on about?
0: I don't think that's right. Yeah. It's still smaller right. than than an Atari Lynx. Right, so it's bigger than
3: that's, the new that's PS, my, that's PSP. That's my for It's bigger than the
1: Go, yeah. obviously. But it's but bigger it's, than the original PSP as well. Right. But it's by got a bigger much? screen, is not it? Yes, It has got a bigger screen. But the other and thing is... The is the, the this fact has got a five-inch screen. It's a five-inch and it's screen, a screen. And
2: what's the resolution of the screen? Uh, it's an OLED. Um, yeah, this is quite exciting. Oh, yeah, 960 by
0: 544. Right. So it's not quite HD. Hmm... Mm. Uh, well, no. Uh, well, the thing is, it depends screen? what you what you what well,
2: you qualify. As HD, twenty p.
1: is
0: right. what I'd kind of.
1: Okay.
2: What, what was it again? Nine sixty by five, five
1: four four. Mm. So it couldn't be could it no. But it's relative to the screen size. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. that's right. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, it, 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 Technically, that's that's an awesome screen. It works really well. But they didn't announce all they showed you on it yesterday was PS3 games running on it. Effectively, they showed Uncharted working on it yeah. uh, which Sony Bender doing. Uh, who did the um, PSP versions of Resistance, etc. Um, uh, uh, did they say if it's all new Uncharted, or is it... Yeah, it will
3: be
0: new okay, Uncharted. Right, right,
1: right. Um, it's Uncharted,
0: had, Uncharted. Um,
1: <laughs> um, they had... Kojima came on stage and showed Metal Gear Solid 4, and now I can... Ne- There's not one game less suited to portable gaming than Metal Gear Solid 4. Why? Because it's got hour and a half long cutscenes in it.
0: Yeah, but but again, it's not just going to be MGS4, is it?
1: No. It will be it'll be adapted, obviously, Twin... Uh, not Twin Snakes... Um,
0: uh, portable Ops no uh, Peace Walker, <laughs> Peace Walker. Sorry.
1: did a really good job of getting the, the Metal Gear formula on, on the portable
0: um, exactly
1: yeah, see, I, 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 I want to see what their strategy is for smaller bite-sized games and I haven't said this I'm allowed to say it now aren't I? I think if you, once it's been hacked it's going to be awesome
3: but I don't
1: yeah. think you're allowed to say that are you? well but, but what, again why do you think that because the PSP the reason the PSP is so successful the reason you go out in the world you go on a bus and you see loads of people playing PSP still but obviously software sales oh, I don't. Are pretty much I which, which, which bus I see is more, this I saw <laughs> it's a th- short bus I see more PSPs in the world than I do DS's right really yeah And but you just because they're awesome once you've hacked them I you suppose you just, live in Shoreditch
3: yeah, around Shoreditch though don't you That's you can just yeah, cause... they can
1: just do all manner of things um, once they've been hacked like what Like rain emulators, right? Yeah, I
0: can't be fucked with
1: that kind of stuff. I I like to be
0: honest. I'm quite excited by this because there's no kind of gimmick like 3D gimmick or anything like that. It's just going to offer a touch sensitive
3: backside, a bit of a gimmick.
0: Well, But to be honest, that's probably going to be used for navigation. I can't. If people shoehorn that into a game for the sake of it, then yes, you're right. It's a gimmick.
2: And also, it gives you the option of you've got two trigger buttons on a on a dual shock haven't you i suppose it, yeah. it opens that up because so you've got yeah, shoulder yeah. and then you've got that as well so I imagine it might just double up for things
0: like
3: that
2: but I if mean, it's
0: going to offer me like ps3 standard uh gaming on the go then i think that's quite exciting
3: what we want is it is it for it to be able to to sync up to your p to your ps3 so you can play the same game yeah in both it's places.
1: a dream that's yeah. what they yeah. said yeah. about yeah. that cloud kind of gaming where you can do that but um
0: so you literally well, you pause your game at home and then when you go on when you start on the train or whatever you pick up from exactly where you left off mm. if it did that I don't know if it
2: that's can do that's but I don't
1: it's, it's not going to be that seamless
2: so it's got 3G as well yeah three, in some models there's going
1: to be different, uh, different SKUs um, some will have 3G uh, okay. some won't have 3G uh, a bit like the iPad and, and, the, and Kindle. the Kindle and the Kindle mm. yeah
2: and do we think that it's going to be free 3G like we do with the Kindle? Or do you it think we're going to be a... It has uh, to be. They that kind of plan. Like, the, the, it's
0: not Because f- it's obviously not going to be a phone. Um, they can't charge you for a contract for that, surely. Yeah, they they do use do. the iPad, don't they? That's true. Uh, well, again, see. This is the thing that could cripple it. Is that if it would be contract-based, uh, and how much is it going to be? Because obviously in the US, GameStop has put a pre-order price of $1,000.
3: Woo!
1: which is what?
0: insane. <laughs> Fuck me. And obviously, I, I, I can't believe it'll be $1,000. I just can't. believe it. Right. Everyone's
1: thinking about $400 is what I think people are just kind of yep. speculating that. So it works out about 300 quid for us. It, unfortunately, the way that when products come over here, it is yeah. not the exchange rate, so it works. Like $400 like is almost. 400 quid, unfortunately. Nobody, nobody but see is going to pay 400 Yeah, quid yeah
0: for that's it. So 3DS, obviously, 230. If it's much more than that, people ain't going to do it.
1: It's um, coming out in Japan at the end of this year Yeah, um, and they would like to do a global release but they said it's unlikely. Right. So it's, it's likely that it won't be when the PSP1 came out we had to wait nearly a year for it to come out over here. See, um, but I think it won't be that bad. I think it would be like March next year.
0: But that's part of the here. problem I think is that at the moment the tech specs look pretty decent. Already it's not coming out to the end of the year so you're looking at like 10, 11 months away mm-hmm. uh, for a Japanese launch. If you're looking at much more than that it's like, you know, it's going to be old guys. tech. Yeah, it's going to be old tech by the time it comes out. Mm. but the fact that it's 3G, it's like, well, you know, future-proof it and stick 4G in there. Yeah, least. surely. So that's, yeah, my biggest concern. The The prospect of playing, you know, PS3 quality games on the go, I think is very exciting. Unless, of course, the battery life is only about an hour <laughs> or whatever. That's really if it's, interesting. If it's if you, again, if it's permanently connected to 3G, 3G it's
2: going yeah. drain, to drain the battery. battery life yeah. is, is, I think, I think I think about three to five hours.
3: Yeah. The OLED screen helps, having an OLED screen, because that uses less power than, right? than current screens, yeah.
0: And, and everything, uh, I'm right in saying <clears> that <throat> the uh, cartridge is going to be flash-based. Yeah. So at least you don't have... Any kind of like, you know, mechanical parts to drive.
1: Yeah, Actually, so it's the really it's basically really light. People yeah. have, uh, picked up, so it's, it's really light. So is
0: really
2: the UMD drive quite heavy in terms yeah. of the yeah. weight and in, in, yeah, in terms of bulk and everything as well? Yeah. You
3: know? So that's got to be a step forward. But, to get uh, really so four of us in here, uh, what's the excitement level between us for this?
0: I, I'd say it's on par with 3DS, personally. But that's you know that's at the moment 3 i I'm more excited than having because
1: this, this is such a similar situation to what happened when the DS was announced and everyone thought it was absolutely insane, and then the PSP got announced, everyone thought that was the most amazing thing yep. ever, and then they obviously both came out. I got a PSP first, I didn't get a DS first of all, and then within months I was bored of my PSP. My DS, I still play on a daily basis. I love it. Yeah, and I can see a similar kind of situation happening here.
0: Um. Yeah, but I. I, I having still not played 3ds i'm still not convinced it's all about the games ultimately and um at the moment obviously even nintendo have shown a bunch of old games running on 3ds and that's what they've done here until they show new stuff off it's like well i'll kind of reserve judgment but yeah about on par at the moment what
3: about you not that excited by it i've never been excited by psps Uh, they've, they've never really done it for me at all tom
2: uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I did the same. I had a PSP as soon as it came out and it, yeah. it it lasted a couple of months and then it just went back in a drawer and I'm still not really rooted out. I'm using my, my housemates one now because he's got the smaller version. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, I was excited about 3DS. And then again, I'm not 100% sure I'll get one day one now. No, I don't can't see boss. I'll be getting one of these day one unless they announce something incredible. Yeah, mm. it's, just, it's, not, it's just a more powerful PSP and I don't play my PSP. So what am I going to get out of there?
0: The only positive I can think that obviously PSP two or sorry NGP not coming out to the end of the year is that we know that devs have had their dev kits for ages because there have <laughs> been pictures circulating for for months, so hopefully the launch lineup should be pretty goddamn strong.
1: Yeah, it'll be stronger than the, the, the 3DS's launch yeah. lineup is, is frankly pitiful. so yeah. it should be stronger than that. Um,
0: but yeah, until an official price comes out, don't know. So, anyway, listeners, what do you think about the NGP? You should let us know. You can email us at IGNUKfeedback uh, at IGN.com. And check out the uh, NGP roundup video on the site as well. You can get uh, a
3: couple of people in uh, to talk about it. Yeah. See, see their reactions. Absolutely. Um, or you can reach out to us on our Twitter.
2: Yeah, twitter.com
3: forward slash team IGNUK.
2: If you send us a direct message on there, we'll pick that up in feedback, which a lot of people have been doing. So that's that's quite a good thing to do. Yeah. Or join us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash team IGN UK. Uh, moving on to this week's releases. Tom, uh, anything interesting at the cinemas? Yeah, there's a few things coming out this week. Uh, Brighton Rock, the remake of the uh, is 1960s film, I guess. 1940s. 1940s yeah. Is it really that yeah. old? Yeah. Right, okay. Sticky so. Attenborough. All right, well, it's an updated version of Brighton Rock, the Graham Greene novel. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's Mods and Rock. Because adamant around. that uh,
1: it's not a remake of the, of the Bolton Brothers. Is it Bolton Brothers? Is that who? The, the original Think film? so, yeah. Uh, uh, but um, and saying it's an adaptation of the book, but uh, it did you see it? I thought you were going to see it. No, I've read the sight and sound synopsis of it. Um I so, know <laughs> so, they still. They, it's about th- as long as the film, isn't it? Yeah, uh, and they all the big tricks and the famous ending of the film has been stolen. Well, hang
3: on. So the famous ending of the original film or yeah. the ending of the books is different.
1: Uh, no, the, the they've taken the ending of the film, not the book. Oh, yeah, which seems a bit. But they're not. not they're out. not remaking the film. That's that's yeah. stupid. Anyway, well, it's, it looks interesting because it updates it to the 60s. Yeah, it's got Sam
2: Riley and it. it's yeah. a British film. It should be quite good. The Fighter is also out this coming Friday uh, which is um, Christian Bale and um, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. He's up for a lot of Oscar nominations and BAFTA and all that sort of stuff. So, People who want good. an
1: indication of what to expect from the Uncharted movie might want to have a look at it as yeah, well. Yeah, David O. Russell's directing it so yeah, he's... Um, if you want to check that out...
2: Um, Let's so hope it's as good as I Heart Huckabee's. Oh God, that is probably one of the yeah. I had to turn that off. I hated it. Yeah, but it's not a comedy. It's more. It sounds like a bit like a the wrestler slash mm. Rocky sort of type thing. So I'm gonna go see that next week. So I'll let you know next week. Uh, and then James Cameron's Sanctum 3D is out. <sighs> <laughs> it. it says James Camerons Yeah, he he's pro- not directed he's yet. produced it yeah. yeah and it's been using the cameras that he developed the 3D cameras that he developed to shoot Titanic 3D and he's got I think three underwater movies coming out and this is one of them he is obsessed with that stuff isn't with he? underwater 3D yeah. yeah absolutely obsessed yeah so yeah that's coming out again I haven't seen that yet but um, it looks alright I think I think it might be an enjoyable movie so I I'm saw a trailer actually
1: and thought and then actually it did look the 3D did look really impressive
2: yeah I mean it? I haven't seen a really good 3D movie for ages so I'm mm. definitely going to check that out because when the 3D works
0: properly and it's been done properly it looks great Yeah, I haven't seen the 3D trailer I've just seen the trailer and yeah. I thought the film itself looked a bit average
1: no yeah. I think I thought the film looked right as well but with this, uh, I saw it in the cinema with the 3D trailer and right. just the, the 3D looked really 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 well done did you yeah. see
3: the um, the 3D IMAX underwater movie New. it was really good I can't think what it was called now but it was it was Omnimax which is the one where it's got a big curved yeah. dome above you and they project up and then you sit back like you really lie back with the glasses on it's in um, Futuroscope in, in France they've got this they've got loads of these different IMAX places called uh, yeah Futuroscope, the um, theme park of the moving image or something, and it was amazing because it it just felt so immersive right. because it because it's IMAX and you and it's also because it was this dome.
0: Yeah, so wherever no, you. Like, looked, um- like years ago. Alton Towers used to have those big kind of cinemas that you'd go into and mm. sit down there and watch stuff in 3D. And I'm sure it's not stereoscopic 3D or whatever, but that's where I remember seeing 3D for the first time. Or, or you know the big kind of uh, roller coaster rides where you used yeah, to sit yeah, there and it, yeah. it, it literally filled up your whole vision. It was like being on a roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, why? Why is there not more of that? I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we should have a trip to Orton Townsend and see if it's still there. We should
3: do the podcast while we're on one of the roller coasters. Definitely. Do the yeah. links.
0: Yeah. Time for email. I don't like roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll finish this week's podcast uh, with listener feedback. I As believe. always. I have the first piece of feedback from Sumi. He wonders, uh, do we play Minecraft or do we even know what it is? Lol.
2: <laughs> I no liked your po- podcast, your the tweet voice last week. No, I was no. very impressed with that. That was that was good.
0: I, I don't know why he's popped a lol in there, but uh, do we know what Minecraft is? Maybe it means what? What? lots of love. Maybe it
2: yeah, does. probably. Yeah. yeah. You've played Minecraft, haven't you, Martin? Yes, I have played Minecraft. What is
1: Minecraft, Martin? It's like a crazy invention uh, of of excellence. Just it's um, an indie PC game uh, which has only just come out of beta. It stands. Uh, done really really well you can construct your own worlds within it uh, it's got like pixel art graphics first person it's hard to describe because it's basically anything you want it to be there is a basic game in there where it's just a game of survival in which you've just got to try and build a house and uh, and stay alive but outside of that there's lots of um, user generated content stay alive not get killed by the monsters oh right okay yeah, right. Well, apparently so, if you play it on monsters. your own servers you can play
2: it so it's just a free open world type yeah. thing and you don't have to Worry about survival monsters or anything like that. I so haven't like played that. anywhere near as
1: much as I'd like to, but right. it's yeah. It, there's it's, a guy who's built the whole
2: USS Enterprise, isn't there? From
1: the blocks and Minecraft. Done all sorts of crazy yeah. stuff. Someone, uh, the most recent one is someone's just recreated a Halo map in there. Um. Yeah, it's incredible.
2: Why? Because you can. Yeah. Right. But it's the big indie hit of last year, isn't it? Yeah. But is it over now? Do we think it's gone past the point of?
0: People, no, people are still all?
1: playing it. And people are still creating stuff in it, and yeah. every day new creations pop up in it.
0: And so, like, so if I went in and created the IGN UK office, is that then open for you to go in and wander around?
1: Oh, madam, so I haven't played as much as I'd like to, so I don't know about sharing content on there.
0: Well, uh, Sumi, you should let us know um, why, because he says that he absolutely loves it. Would recommend it. 100%. We should get a
1: server up and run. We should try and um, get, well, get our own place up and running for yeah. IGN uh, readers. We can do it because we can all get it up and running at work here. Yeah, Definitely, we should definitely look into doing that. Huh? So,
0: well, uh, on your recommendation, Sumi, we will uh, set up a Minecraft server and we'll throw out the details as soon as it's set up. Don't, think o- we should don't maybe hold your breath. Might. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think we
1: might do that.
0: Yeah. I'm going to do it this lunchtime.
1: Now, I've got one. Uh, some feedback from Matt Taylor um, who asked if we'd seen the recent trailer for Dead Space 2. Anybody seen?
2: I watched that? it just before we came in. It's, yeah, so it's your mum hates Dead Space yeah, your 2. Yeah,
1: And so it's uh, various mothers who sat down in front of Dead Space 2's more violent and gory moments and their reactions were filmed. And they're sort of wincing away, wincing and saying, Why would anyone play this sick filth? Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's an all right idea. It's kind of very, it, it seems like a kind of advertising campaign that belongs in the 90s, though. So.
3: Yeah, it seems a bit, um, passe,
2: Regre- it? it seems
1: quite regressive as well. Yeah. I think
3: there's that one of George Clooney watching two girls, one cup, isn't there? Have you seen that? <laughs> what? It's just a video of George Clooney watching two girls, one cup. You for don't see for. Two guys, one no, cup. No. It's, it's just George Clooney hates
0: two guys, one Is that one of Kermit well. one of one out out No, Kermit, not oh, Kermit. Kermit. sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I think it's some concerns that Matt Taylor's got as well. He says, uh, as a medium, sometimes struggling to get herself taken seriously, how do mass marketing strategies like this make us feel? Um you think it's us being stereotyped and pigeonholed, or just a bit of light-hearted fun? I think it is slightly
2: sensationalising, isn't
1: yeah. it? I mean,
2: I don't know. So this is an official trailer that he is Yeah, yeah, out, yeah. Right. and the, the website is your mum hates... Something.com. Oh, I think it
1: is a bit of fun, but it also is just a bit it's childish, childish, yeah, <laughs> especially when they're trying to push Dead Space 2. Is this work of not a work of high art it's just trashy sci-fi horror mm. But um,
0: I also I must admit I didn't look at it and go ooh that's horrendous or anything like that there's no moments in the game that I've seen so far to make me kind of think oh, that's because you're numb it yeah I am takes I'm, a lot to get you off these days I'm dead inside oh. well it's kind of like we, the thing we always say about games nowadays
2: feeling that they have to be gritty and like edgy and it's just <laughs> another example of that going mm. oh yeah look at us aren't we scary and it's a bit a bit silly
0: yeah yeah yeah. 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 yeah Jordan
3: Midler's written in Hey guys Can I ask if that was Dan on Pleasure and Pain with Michael Mosley? <laughs> no you yes, can't. it was Jordan. Yes it was.
2: Yeah, there's a um a screen cap of that on Team T my Gen UK Facebook. Uh, it- so if anyone missed it, yeah. he was Dan was on T V. And it's not the, not the first time if regular podcast listeners will no. be nice, yeah.
0: He seems to flaunt himself everywhere apart from on this podcast. Funny that. Yeah,
2: yeah. funny that. He's a um, lazy bastard, isn't he? He is, isn't he? Yeah, I think basically what happens is he gets stopped in the streets because he's got big muscles by the women mm. and they say... Will you be on TV? And he goes, of course I will. <laughs> I do that what for is, you.
3: Love. What is pleasure and pain with Michael Mosley
2: anyway? It was like a documentary about pleasure and pain. It right. was actually quite an interesting documentary yeah. until Dan popped and went, <laughs> oh, I like
0: going to the gym. Uh, I, I like lifting weights, uh, so I am attractive to girls. This isn't fair. Dan's not here to defend oh, himself. <laughs>
2: yeah down. fuck him he's not here to defend himself or say so what we like if you're again. listening to this write in and let us know what you think yeah. you mag Ooh. you spoiler sorry I got carried away there
0: uh, I've got uh, an email from uh, Matt Byrne who says are IGN looking for jobs um, well I certainly am yeah <laughs> <laughs> very personal question but yes yeah, are you looking for jobs yeah oh yeah uh,
1: yeah I'm looking for a job too. <laughs> now I, I'm hand guessing job. Martin I'm you, you didn't say that job. with a smile either you no, just said just yeah like I, right, I'm looking face. for a job yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I'm guessing uh, Matt Byrne means are we looking for people have we got any vacancies going um, <laughs> obviously if you uh, follow the site and uh, this podcast you'll know about Game Changer which is our nationwide hunt for a writer and for a uh, yeah presenter that actually closes on the 31st of January <gasps> which is in three days time so uh, if you do want to be in a chance for representing IGN then get in touch uh go hmm. to gamechanger.ign.com and that's where all Can the information do. sits all the stuff is there so yeah if you're a presenter present. Uh, sorry, drop us a 30 second video of you doing your thing on camera if you're a writer 250 of your finest words
3: and don't forget if, if you're self-employed pay your tax by the 31st of January as well
2: and then <laughs> then you, <don't>, <laughs> two <laughs> things you've got to do there kids don't yeah. just send your finest words either actually string it into yeah, a, don't a, a sentence, a sentence like, yeah do just, no. don't yeah. just
1: Actually, I would like that. Someone just sent 250 of their favourite words in, yeah, in order be, of preference. Yes. I would actually... What would be your favourite word? Oh, I'm not sure. It's probably something like...
0: I like onomatopoeia. The first word that popped into my head was cunnilingus. My,
1: my, see, my first was <laughs> quim, my, that is. My first was linguist, quim. It? <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a theme going on this shit. <laughs> what's the first word that popped into your head? It was lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, well, that's a podcast topic what's your favourite word <laughs> yeah. ever first, literally the first word that popped into
2: my head um, Scott uh, Scot- oh fuck start that again Scott Kirchhofer uh, wrote in he said uh, I just want to tell you guys that I recently started listening to your podcast and it's fucking hilarious Yay! I love all the topics you discuss and your jokes slash banter crash- crack me up big time so there you go he's Thank a huge fan and will listen to you closely now He's, uh, yeah, he will follow us closely now not literally though I'm not stalking you or anything he's very innocent like a... <laughs> I'm just a regular fan take care and keep up the good work Aww. thanks for your concern Scott and yeah keep on listening thanks for the support thanks man I
1: have got some uh, feedback actually I say feedback it is a long and winding tale and because of that I think the best person suited to read this out would be Stuart it's a lovely tale about bee things.
2: Oh, brilliant. Can I just, pre- if you might want to quickly prep and read that, story. Yeah, yeah, so i just tell you my quick story about beastings. stings. I saw you talking about it last week. Um, when I was a kid, I would probably say about 10 or 11, me and my cousin went down on our bikes down to the bottom of our village and there was a uh, sugar beet uh, pad, they well, mm-hmm. used to call them, where they pile the sugar beet up. Yeah. And it had um hay bales piled up around it. So me and my cousin climbed up the hay bales, pushed one off. Little did we know there was a wasp nest inside it. <laughs> and like, I got stung probably about fifty times by um, wasps. I was... And I was pulling wasps out of my Ooh. hair and all sorts of stuff. And uh, here's like that scene from my girl. How boat, much does it, I've never I... been stung by wasp or a
0: bee how much does it hurt? Oh it hurts. Like, yeah, it never hurts. Been stung. No. Bee, bee stings are worse than wasp stings though, apparently. I, had a, I was having a running race with my brother and I got stung in the neck. <laughs> oh, Right in the neck. And then I got stung on the finger, but the little bastard on my little finger was clinging on, stung me. And I was shaking it, it wouldn't come off. And oh. I was like, oh! <laughs> Which is it, it's bees
3: that sting once and wasps that keep stinging.
2: Yes, it? yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wasps are evil fuckers. Mm.
3: Yeah, they
2: just don't have any point either, do they? Yeah, no. no. They don't make honey or anything, they're they just
1: make, nasty. They make mustard. <laughs> what? what? Bees make honey and wasps make Mustard. Did you do not know that? <laughs> don't, like, don't spiders make chutney. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, can't I, can't it. I love, love mustard. It's, it's I already is hard
2: sketch, isn't it? Oh, uh, is it? Yeah. Uh, we make jam. So that's my wasp story.
3: Uh, John isn't Baker, it? bee stings is the subject. Hello, podfathers. Listening to the story of the bee sting on the slide in the last pod reminded me of a similar event in my childhood. Playing in a paddling pool as a small child with a friend... Not like that, he says. I noticed a bee circling the pool, making it impossible for us to flee. One bee. (laughs) Bee patrol. How how fast was that circling? I decided the best course of action would be to scare the bee off by splashing water at it. Now, this did little but antagonise the bee, and he narrowed the arc of his lap in preparation for the attack. (laughs) Like a flight path. (laughs) In the blink of an eye, survival instinct kicked in, and I thought... Sold this for a game of domination, and hot-footed out of the pool and into the house, firmly closing the kitchen door behind me. It was only when silence fell and the cries began that I remembered my pal in the pool. I still wouldn't open the door to let him in the house, though, in case the bee was still (laughs) hanging around. (laughs) Suffice to say, we weren't friends much longer he was left traumatized and to this day I've managed 28 years of this life without a bee sting really Darwin yeah. was right I love it when you read a story yeah. it's good isn't
1: it yeah <laughs> can <laughs> you but tuck
2: me in
0: one night
1: and read me l- a bedtime story that'd be lovely <laughs> his
2: mate didn't even get stung or we don't know if he got stung No, I know. think he's been a big pussy his mate
0: but like my missus if there are bees or wasps around goes absolutely mental she starts waving mm. her hand yeah. around <laughs> and going ah, can it me? And just like just calm down yeah <laughs>
1: I've got an irrational fear of them as well, because I've never been stung. I just always I'm just I just don't I don't know how much it's gonna hurt I so imagine I just being think, stung in the throat.
0: Uh, so you don't,
3: so you might be one of those people that'll be stung once and just die.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. Could be.
1: Let's get it like, terrifying. In. Let's yeah. get, <laughs> we'll, we'll do a test. <laughs> like Macaulay Culkin in that films. Yes. Yeah, um, my girl. I've got a some feedback from Ron Brower, uh, relating to Ron Brower. Ron Brower, Brower. Uh, relating to my little beastling story uh, <laughs> last week, um, he said his aunt and uncle used to call him his brother and him little beastlings <laughs> when he was a kid. It's um, <laughs> quite funny. So offensive. basically, translate as uh, you, "you little tits." Funny tits. You you tits. tits. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> little, little movies. Uh, so we, we, I've just ruined a large part of his childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Can I just pull you up
2: on that as well? Um, What's the Face doesn't have tiny bee stings. And no, they? They're have massive, away. aren't they? They're quite yeah. sizable. I'd like um, say they're,
0: they're a decent size. Yeah. Not massive, not massive okay. but they're, they're admirable. They're not yeah. others,
2: are they? No, no, no. no. But yeah, if you, seen Mountain, this, you have seen breakback man, is them this offensive?
1: Undulating.
0: Are we going to get sacked? <laughs> no. Shh. We don't have any women
1: here, so oh, that's all right then. Yeah, my girlfriend started listening to the podcast. Oh fuck!
0: I don't think I've ever seen a woman before. That's fine.
1: <laughs> sorry, Lucy. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> as long as you
0: don't. No, let's not even go
1: there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey kids, let's head over to PyGN corner. Ah. I, can I just say one more thing on, on the subject of boobs?
3: Hey, kids, hang on. We're not heading over to Pi Gen Corner well, just, just s- that.
0: someone It was either a, a tweet or, or uh, an email, and someone said, Womble Noses. <laughs> yeah, that's <funny>. good. <laughs> I didn't know what that was in reference to, but now
2: I get <laughs> yeah, it. Right, yes. now I get it.
3: Wow. So, yeah, Womble Noses. Depends on the boob, really, though, doesn't it? If it's one of those kind of conical-shaped ones, yeah. it's, yeah, I, I could Another it. good phrase is Spaniel's
0: ears for yeah. floppy ones.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Can we try and redress the balance a bit by talking about men's boobs? I, I
0: would say we talk about men's genitalia more. Quite a lot. Yeah. So this is redressing redress, the balance. i oh, to okay. um, keep
1: it in check, I think. I think if someone could actually count the references of male genitalia compared to the references to, male, uh, to uh, female boobies.
0: What, in this particular podcast? Or Throughout over?
1: the entire, through, uh, every other 69 podcast previous to that and then we can have a tally.
0: That is a hell of a challenge. We can have a
1: little counter on the site actually.
2: When I was a kid there was a lad that, uh, near us that apparently had a pyramid cock that was like really wide at <laughs> the top and then pointed <laughs> at the end. I don't know <laughs> how true that is. <laughs> wide at the top? I don't
0: Yeah, like that. No, no, so what, it mean, came out like that and oh, it was just a pyramid. An, an inverted pyramid. That'd just be weird. <laughs> right. Like a walnut whip. Like a walnut whip, yeah. With yeah. A,
3: <laughs> a bit of on the end. <laughs> oh. <laughs> little nut on the end. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got a nut on the end, that's definitely wrong. Uh.
0: Does
3: that address the balance <laughs> a bit <laughs> that's okay. Oh, I'm happy now. We can move on. All right. right. <laughs> Let's head back to PyGN Corner. Bernard Harris has written to us. Hi, my name's Bernard, he says. Well, we know that because I've already said he's called Bernard. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. In I, the so I think you States. might find it's Bernard. Bernard. I expect Bernard. You're right. It could be Bernard. Um, I don't know how he'd let us know. I suppose he'd have to email us in Telling us if it was Bernard. How would that work? Um, <sighs> I'd just read his email. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I love the podcast, says Bernard, stroke Bernard. You guys are fucking hilarious, and the UK-isms are epic. Bellend is the funniest description of a dickhead I've ever <laughs> heard. Funny. Just the word bellend is <laughs> yeah, funny. It's brilliant, bellend. It's Do funny. you know what his second favourite uh, saying for, for dickhead is? Martin Robinson. Mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Mushroom top. I like that. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It sounds like your friend had a mushroom top. A pyramid cup. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Martin's in America this week, and I'm sad to say he will find no American pies other than dessert pies. The only meat pies we have are chicken pot pies or the lesser beef pot pie. I'm insanely jealous of your UK pie selection because they sound fucking delicious. Scotch pie with mac and cheese is the heart attack I'm willing to have. Anyways, awesome podcast. Thanks for keeping my workdays interesting. Goodbye, oh. he says. And then he writes in again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I accidentally said Martin was going to be in America, and I totally meant Tom. Anyways, you guys rock. Apparently just not enough for me to remember who's who.
0: Ah. I was going to say I didn't think you were going
1: to America I didn't think I was going to, I was quite, quite, yeah. got quite excited then I
0: thought I was going <laughs> to the US on a, on a pie vacation mm. talking of pies I believe yeah.
2: we have maybe an easter egg to drop in at the end of the podcast I think so yes for our listeners so yeah. keep listening after the credits for some interesting pie noises pie finalia <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, so John Lloyd. Moving over to, from uh, Pie Corner to John Lloyd Corner, he's written in again. Uh, he says, "I don't want to turn this into something too perverted, but if you can find any Brazilians bums that are better than Pixie Lott's or Rachel Riley's, I'd like to see
3: those." Who's Rachel Riley?
1: Countdown. What is that dance that um, our colleague Drew was oh showing us earlier this week? There's a new dance craze sweep in Brazil. Mm. Oh my God, you need to see this. It's Very retarded. Bottom-based dancing.
2: Basically, a guy sits down and he's uh, the woman straddles him and so she has her bum in his face Yeah, and so she's on all fours yeah. and then she just bashes the man's face with her bum. Right. Just it's quite a, violently, It's a, it's a, it's a
1: rhythmic it? collision between face and bum that goes on mm-hmm. for quite some time.
2: I think we need to do some,
1: do some sort of after effects to called? put Tilly in the video. Like the I, don't know. Or something I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe we'll post it on Facebook. It has yeah. a name, but we should post it on Facebook, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Why? Why? What do you mean? Why, why would you do that? Well, why would you post the link? Some... No, 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 no. But like... Oh, why would you want that? Yeah.
2: Well, I imagine Tilly would very much like to be the male participant. He's a he's a, he's a, bum guy, isn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's a batty boy. Is that what you're saying? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that's surely the kind of thing that you wouldn't do out in clubs. <laughs> Just sitting wow. there having a pint and someone sticks an arse in your face. It's like, excuse me, I'm having a drink.
1: Yeah. I've got a, bit a horrible image now of Chris on all fours going oh, around a dance don't, floor don't don't, don't
0: don't honestly you don't want your mind to go in that in direction in a dog collar yeah, yeah. he is being suffocated <laughs> by a pair of enormous cheeks <laughs> sucking the trumps out of her bottom oh,
2: oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the sound of an <laughs>
0: Uh, death by butock anyway (laughs) so John Lloyd has sent
2: links uh, to pictures of these people's bottoms I haven't clicked on them yet so thanks John
0: uh, Lloyd I think that's it isn't it yeah so well that's that's it for this Posterior based podcast, I guess, uh, with a nice balance of fem- female and male. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. It was a hand
3: movement as well. Female <laughs> and male genitalia.
0: Uh, so yeah, you can't it accuse for... us of
2: being sexist, can you? No, we're, we're equally balanced. We're, uh, uh, tops and we're bottoms. We're inclusive. <laughs> we, we don't want
0: anyone to feel as though they've been missed out. So if you've got a funny pair of balls or something <laughs> like that, <laughs> I won't mention you on it. So. neither or neither or neither. Yeah. Or, 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 or no, no balls. balls. Yeah, <laughs>
2: neither. Yeah, if you've got uh, the, one ball, the one in between. What's it called? Uh, if you're an hermaphrodite. Yeah, send okay. send us yeah. photos
3: of your of your genitalia. <laughs> no, no, no. Please no, do not do that.
2: Talking <laughs> of which, can I just add one more thing? Has anyone signed up to Groupon emails? Mm, not yet, no. No. So you, with Groupon, you get sent uh, these special offers for things that are selling for a. a uh, cheaper, so I got sent an uh, email today, so I could get a Vajazzle for twenty-five quid. So, <laughs> should we go down and get the IGen logo? Get it
0: <laughs> <laughs> and let's get pictures up on the podcast. Oh my god, that really is an image that I cannot get out of my head. But that's it for this week's podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening, and uh, we will see you same time next week. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
1: And now, meet the star of our show. Symbol of a treat that quality made famous. America's most famous ice cream treat. Eskimo pie. Creamy, delicious ice cream, made even more exciting with smooth, rich chocolate coating. And wearing the label of quality, known the world over. Eskimo pie. The treat you know is tops, because it carries its pledge of quality right on the back of the bag. Be sure you save the bags for valuable premiums. Get famous Eskimo pie at our refreshment stand now. It's America's anytime taste treat. Finest ice cream, finest chocolate. It's delicious.
2: Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it.